This podcast is sponsored by New Hampshire Vape Gallery and NaturalBossNH.com. More on that later. Let's get into episode 42 of Talking with Topher. What is happening, TWT fans? It is Monday, January 18th, about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and I just want to say thank you to everybody. I cannot express this enough. Um, I have to say it every week because every week, all of you out there uh, really show me uh, that this is all worth it, and so I, I... I can't go without thanking all of you for your subscriptions, for your likes, for your comments, for all the views on the last week's episode. I can't stop talking about it. It blew my mind. I will be honest with you. That's all this is here for is for honesty. And I was blown away. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. I've, I mean, I never thought I'd see it. Uh, see my views uh, go over, you know, maybe 50, you know, in a couple months. But to see uh, an episode skyrocket and completely go over 800 views, well, I have all of you out there to thank for that. Um, and I am so excited to be doing this episode. That's right. This episode is going to be even more fun. And I'll fill you in why in just a moment. But if you're new to the show, uh, remember to subscribe, hit the like buttons uh, if you enjoy the videos, and as always, set those alarms so that you know as soon as the new episodes are uploaded, all right? Let's keep this thing going. This train is, is in motion as we speak, and I am just so excited to see it grow and grow and grow and grow, and it's all thanks to you. So keep it going, keep it growing, and keep telling everybody. Spread this thing around, all right? That's what we're trying to do, and I appreciate all of you for doing that for me. Um, If you have a story or you know somebody who has a story that needs to be heard, or maybe you started something new for the new year, or maybe you just started something new and you want to talk about it, maybe there's something going on in your life, maybe you need uh, advice on something, well... I'll tell you where to send it. It's T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's right. Talking with Topher at gmail.com. It's the official email of the Talking with Topher podcast. So I'm excited to talk to you. Uh, we could. I'm going to discuss uh, on the podcast and kind of just do what everybody else is doing out there. You know, I don't think I need to get too much into it, but... Make your subject lines stand out. If you are sending an email about a story, well, then put that in the headline. This is my story. Uh, If you're talking about getting something started, then put that in the headline or the subject line and have it say, I started something new. You know, and that's going to help me find you in between all the ads. Okay, so send your emails to... T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com and it's going to be great. I, I I love the fact that everybody is interacting um, and I just want to try and get everybody to go to the email and make it a little bit easier. 
But speaking of uh, social media and sending messages, you can follow me. That's right. I am on all social media, Snapchat, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. So go ahead, follow me, uh, check it out. I'm posting every day, and uh, it's just really nice to interact uh, with everybody out there, uh, whether it be through the email or social media. Um, it's just really fun to interact. Um, and I just want to hear more from you. It's, it, it's just really fun to hear more from you. Um, and that is it. We got through it. Woo! Yeah, so uh, this week's episode, um, I've already uh, previously recorded half of it. Um, and it is... It's going to be fun, you know, and I finally did an interview and I kind of want to talk about it a little bit before I get into it, just so I can clarify where I'm coming from on this. Okay. Um, so obviously coming from a place of never being on camera, never talking into a microphone, um, five years ago when the shop first opened, the owner was dealing with a website that would post and interact with your followers for you and stuff like that. It's not uh, a fake account or somewhere where you buy um, uh, subscribers or followers or anything like that. It was an actual website that you set up and they just come into your store. They take like a thousand pictures and then they take some video, um, and then they put that uh, online for you. And they, they rotate the pictures, and it's just constantly updating. And they basically post for you. Um, well, this, I'm not sure where to find it, and I wish I had thought of that before I started speaking. But if I find it, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, but uh, likeliness of me finding it are very slim to none. But anyways, so we get the... the they're in there. They got their cameras. It's two people. And now the owner wants me to sit in front of the camera and talk about the vape shop. Now, I've been there for, at this time, it would have been two months, right? So I've been at the shop for two months, um, uh, uh, never on camera. I'm sitting in front of this thing, and they go over a few things with me before they turn it on. I, I, I say them, I repeat them, and they turn that camera on, and it was like I was under a spell. And I couldn't speak. I couldn't really look at it. Um, it was weird. It was really, really weird. Um, so they did a bunch of takes. Uh, I did, I said some stuff, and then I didn't say some stuff. And I will tell you, the final video... I do not speak in it. They cut all my talk out and I just have music playing behind me. It is, I think there was like one word or phrase I said and that was it. Are you tired of going into vape shops and having the person behind the counter not knowing what they're doing? Uh, maybe they know more about the smoking accessories instead of the vape accessories and you just need a specialty vape shop that's right so i've got one for you it's new hampshire vape gallery 
is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings. Uh, we're open seven days a week from 10.30 to 8 p.m. And you can always come in our store provided you wear a mask. You can give us a call, 603-814-4171. And we are there to help you find what you're looking for. We're not there to make sales, even though sales are a priority. Getting you off of cigarettes is our biggest priority. So if you come on in and talk to us, we're going to help you find what you're looking for to get off of those cigarettes, whether it be uh, lozenges, small nick devices, large nick devices. Uh, it just doesn't matter. Whatever we have in store, we're going to give you um, the chance to make the best educated decision that's going to help you get off of those cigarettes faster. Um, so come on down and come on in to New Hampshire Vape Gallery, located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings. We're open seven days a week from 10.30 to 8 p.m. You can always come in our store, provided you wear a mask, and feel free to give us a call, 603-814-4171. NaturalBossNH.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. This website is amazing. If you are looking to get rid of dry skin, uh, keep your lips from cracking this winter, maybe you're looking for some hand sanitizer in general because all the products you keep buying are drying out your hands. They're making a... making it difficult to use your steering wheel. I mean, some of these are made with chemicals and they're on recall list right now, but not Natural Boss. Natural Boss has the most organic and best products available. That's right, their hand sanitizer. I have been using it for well over eight months now. It is absolutely amazing and I love it. Where I have to clean my hands after every shopping visit, this hand sanitizer never lets me down. They also have a salve for dry skin. It's great for it Um, and then they have a lip balm so that you can keep your lips moist instead of them cracking on these cold winter days Um, if you're looking to relax get some of their foot and body soak that'll give you a nice relaxation at the end of a hard work day and then of course if you have a beard they have beard oil so you can get any one of these five products or all five of them at naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. And now, back to the show. So, fast forward to the pandemic. We locked down in uh, early, uh, late March, early April last year, right? And I am losing my mind, and I don't know how to keep myself from drinking because I'm just stuck at home and I'm going crazy and I can't go anywhere. And I was like, you know what? I've been talking about doing a podcast for a year now. I might as well just figure this out and do it. So I open up the laptop and boom, April 4th, 2020, I get this thing rolling, right? If you go back and you watch my very first video, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. I'm very hesitant, Uh, my voice isn't very loud, and you can just see it in my posture, I'm not very comfortable. But I'm talking into the camera, and I'm trying to do what's best for me, and get over this uh, mental 
issue that I'm having, this mental hurdle I need to jump over so that I don't go back out and drink. So I've said it a hundred times now and I'll just keep saying it. It's fine. Uh, the podcast was for me to not drink. You know, it was to help me get my thoughts out and get them into the air. And I felt it would be best if these thoughts were out there for everybody because I'm not the only one having them. And I wasn't the only one having them, I found out. Um, and, and, and so when I finally got it all started and I got it going, I started feeling more comfortable in front of the camera. Well, now you fast forward to today. I've been in front of the camera for over nine months now. Um, I feel personally that I've gotten much better. I'm not good by any means. I understand that. And I'm not great. But I've gotten better. I wish I could get my stuttering down. I wish I could do a whole bunch of stuff. There's all kinds of stuff I'm constantly picking on myself for and needing to fix. I have never put up a podcast and thought, this is my best work, ever. I've always thought it was the worst thing I've ever done. I still do to this day. Every time I put up a podcast, I go, oh, man, I don't know. Not feeling this one. And then it, it goes up and some of them do well and some of them don't. And that's fine because I feel like if I was saying that this is the best thing I've ever done, then I'd just be lying to myself. Um, I'd never work on anything. It would always be the same thing over and over again. Now, sure, you try to keep the podcast pretty consistent, but at the end of the day, the, the podcast should be showing your, your, your true self, I think. I think that's where why everybody listens and comes to podcasts is because you're looking for truth. You're looking for honest people and people that are not trying to pull the wool over your eyes or, or hide things from you, right? And I definitely don't want that, anybody to feel that way when they listen or watch my podcast. So I always try to be as honest as I can. Um, I always try to be honest at all times, all times. I might jokingly uh, do a few things, but I'll always come back and correct myself. And if I'm ever wrong about something, I will definitely admit when I'm wrong. I am not married to my ideas. Um, this podcast that you will be seeing um, will be an interview, my very first interview. Now, having a conversation in my kitchen is so much different than trying to have the conversation up here. So I did not do great. I will be honest. I do not feel like I performed uh, as well as I could have. I kind of got a little excited in some few in a few areas and uh, wasn't really happy um, with my performance. All right, um, I felt like when um, Tyler was talking, I felt like I, I allowed him to speak without interrupting him too many times. Um, and, uh, this is my very first one. So bear with me. I'm going to keep working on this. Um, but it is, it is different. It is different. Like, um, you know, so we did a quick mic check, but it was for me, it was weird not having the headphones on because I wear these things. Cause if I start getting too loud, I basically start yelling in my own ear. And that keeps me from yelling into the 
microphone and having the audio all off. So I use these uh, uh, for my perforated eardrum um, to make sure that I'm not too high-pitched or screaming or something because sometimes I can't tell when my voice raises. So if you ever want to know why I'm all by myself and I'm wearing these friggin' headphones, that's why. I, I use it as a tool to make sure that my voice stays at a proper level the entire time because otherwise if I had them off, you could be listening to this in your car and then all of a sudden I'm just going to start screaming and because I get excited about things so I start yelling and then you, you'll be like turning down your stereo and then I'll calm down and you'll have to turn up your stereo. So to avoid that situation, because I know when it happens to me on other people's podcasts and I'm turning my stereo up and down, it's kind of annoying. So I do it for myself, one, to keep myself from yelling and uh, keep an eye on my volume. And I do it for you so that I don't torture you with turning your volume up and down on your stereos. Um, but we, with him in the room, um, it was nice because if I got ex if I got excited or anything like that, you know, he would he would let me know. So it, it's it, it was pretty cool. Um, but I will have to say, having a conversation in my kitchen is completely different than having a conversation on the mics. So I, I got the I got uh, the same way I got the first time I got on camera to start this podcast. You know, I was kind of nervous, kind of clammy, had some butterflies, wasn't sure if I was going to be able to keep this thing uh, on track. So it was just this whole experience. And I'm talking about it because I watch so many podcasts like I'm sure you do out there and they just make it look so easy easy and I realize that it's a muscle that they have exercised to death and if I didn't feel this way I feel like I wouldn't get any better but because I feel this way I'm going to strive to do better so this isn't the last interview it's definitely uh, the first one um, there probably won't be another one for a little while but I really wanted to do this for everybody out there, because COVID, uh, you know, whether you believe it or not, it's here. Okay. I know if you don't believe, then it's not here. I get that, but it's not true. It's here. Um, we're dealing with it every day. We have been for almost a solid year now, I'm sure. And this is Tyler's personal experience with COVID. Um, and I think he, he, he does a great job of explaining it. I had a few questions. Some were stupid. Um, some were jokingly. And then a couple were serious. Um, but if you're curious as to what could possibly happen if you get COVID, this is Tyler's experience with, uh, with the virus. And I just hope all of you out there enjoy. And... Um, let me know. Comments, right? So send me some comments. Uh, let me know what you thought. Uh, give the thumbs up, of course, if you enjoy the video. And um, yeah, let's get into it. This is episode 42, interview with Tyler Crane. It is 
Friday night, uh, January 15th. I am fresh out of work, and I am here with my friend Tyler Crane, who has had COVID, and uh, we're pretty excited to get together. This is the first time we've hung out in uh, almost three weeks, and uh, yeah, let's. Uh, why don't you uh, plug anything you want? Um, you got anything going on? I mean, you can check out. I uh, check out my music. Um, Gridlink. G R Y D L Y N K on SoundCloud, YouTube, uh, on Instagram as well. Uh, give me a follow over there. I'm gonna be releasing some more music soon. Uh, I have an EP out right now. Uh, you can go check that out if you want. Nice. All right. It's basically it for plugging. Much <laughs> uh, else going on. <laughs> no, no, it's perfect. It's perfect. So, I guess one, it's really good to see you since it's yeah, been man. so long. I'm glad you're. Alive and well, this COVID fear porn has gotten everybody and uh, yeah. get their panties in a bunch. No. Um, and as we can see, um, specific ages make it right through. Um, yeah. But kind of go over what what happened. Wow. Yeah, it was weird. Um, I mean, I I was germaphobe before this, so like this was not fun. Uh, like going through it, just the anxiety of getting it. Um, but basically, um, my whoop is what told me. It told me everything. Like, uh, so basically, um, there's a there's an article out there. You, like, you can go and look it up. Um, where uh, whoop was finding out that with uh, members that tested positive, uh, they had a respiratory rate spike um, uh, a couple days before symptoms started. Okay. So. I always watched my respiratory rate pretty closely. Um, it never elevated to the point of concern. Uh, the WHOOP even tells you if it's elevated to a point of concern. Um, and so we have Christmas Eve. Um, you know, uh, my grandparents are over, my, my whole family, my sister's boyfriend, everything. And uh, Christmas Day, I wake up and I have a, a, a respiratory rate spike. Uh, that was cause for concern. Um, and my recovery uh, was, I think, at like 14%, which it's very rarely that low unless I get like four hours of sleep, which never happens. I try not to let that happen. Um, so I got that and then was a little concerned, um, but you know, it could be a bunch of other things, wasn't necessarily COVID. Day after Christmas, spiked up even more, still super low recovery, but still no symptoms. So I wasn't sure what to really think of it. Um, and then over the weekend, I did get a little congested. Um, That's started, right around the time you called me, right? Uh, you had called me that weekend? Yeah, uh, well, with, with, with the positive test result? With or? the WHOOP results. Yeah, with you the WHOOP results. You were talking to me about yeah, WHOOP, yeah. And, and I kind of shoved it off. Yeah, everyone and I, did. And I told you you had allergies. Yeah. And then, and, and then continued. Yeah, we were thinking the weather shift. We were thinking right, all sorts of, of things. Um, so, yeah, I mean, um, I thought I was going crazy um, because, you know, I'm just like, no, like this, but... Now everyone was making really good points. They're like, you don't go anywhere. Uh, you know, all I do is jujitsu, band practice with one other person mm -hmm. uh, once a week, work from home, school from home. 
just hang out at home. Really, that's why, that's I, why I was so shocked. Yeah, that's yeah, that. no, ev everyone was shocked. Um, I mean, my bandmate, he 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 was like, "You're the last person I thought that would get it." Like, I agree with that statement. Super cautious. And, yeah, yeah. I'd hand sanitize all the time, bring hand sanitizer everywhere, wear my mask everywhere. And uh, yeah, so, um, but yeah, so I ended up um, getting a little congested um, and ended up coming over here yeah. that Monday. That was the Monday. Okay. Um, yep. And so I was feeling really good about it. And then the following day, I was still, uh, the congestion got worse, um, and I started to lose my sense of smell. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> was definitely immediately concerned with that, um, but I also was super congested. Uh, so I Google searched, I was like, I wanted to know the specifics of the whole loss of smell. And what the, the Mayo Clinic said was the COVID loss of smell is without accompanying uh, congestion. Okay. So I thought I was fine, but my mom started feeling a little congested at that point, and my sister started feeling a little sick too. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to call my primary and get a test. Try to get a test. I had a couple uh, different places I was thinking of going to in case my doctor was like, no. So I called, um, and he said that the... Uh, cause the loss of smell is a concern. Uh, it's a very <clears throat> common symptom with COVID. So he's like, we're going to get you tested. Okay. Um, so he had me set up for a test the next day. He gave me the rapid test. Um, now, what is the percentage of false anything so, on those? Yeah, Do so you know? I, I, I don't know the exact numbers. Okay. Um, I know when when I got the call because they're like they're like you're gonna get a call if you're positive, text if you're negative. Okay. So you, you know when it pops up on your phone if you're positive or negative just by the way they delivered the information. Huh. So I get the call and that's the first thing I thought. I, I just asked them like I don't know like I saw something on the news uh, about false positives and stuff and yeah, the way yep. the, what they told me was the rapid tests are incredibly accurate when you're dealing when when you have symptoms. Okay. So I was exhibiting symptoms of congestion and loss of smell, so they gave me the rapid test. Hmm. Okay. Um. So, you know, um, so they set me up for the test. I go get the test. It was bizarre. Uh, I mean, there was this giant green tent in, in the back parking lot and they had like two lanes merged into one. Oh, Dartmouth. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, it wasn't well, Dartmouth. Dartmouth. It was, uh, okay. God, I, I do Dairy Medical Center. Oh, that's right. That's so, right. so yeah, yeah, it was down, down in Dairy, um, Dirty and dirty. yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so I went from from two lanes to one. Uh, so you had people like you know like try to merge just in traffic. Oh, good, they COVID good. tested, so everyone was kind of. Uh, but it wasn't too busy. Um, I was in and out pretty quick. So uh, got the test results later that day. Um, called you. Called um, called a couple other people. Let them know what was going on. 
Uh, I took the rest of the day off at work, um, not by choice. Uh, I wanted to, but it was, uh, they were like, no, you're taking the rest of the day off. Yeah. So, um, so the, the first day was the worst. Um, like just as a whole, not only was I sick, but I was also incredibly stressed out. I was incredibly worried about my grandparents. Mm. Um, that I, I'd say was like the most nerve wracking part of all of it. Um, luckily they tested negative. Um, so I'm still not quite sure. I'm happy that happened. Still not quite sure how, how it happened that way. I guess I, I mean, we weren't, we were all in the same house, but we weren't, um, you know, all over each other or anything like that. Um, we, we kept our distance for the most part, um, but not six feet. Um, so my guess is like when the virus is incubating and getting settled in, you're not contagious. You're not contagious until you have symptoms. Um, because. Well, that's like right now. Yeah. You're, you're, you're not contagious. You're, you know, you just have the antibodies. That's it. Yeah. You can't get it for at least three for a couple, or four yeah, months. Yeah, a couple months. <laughs> so, and I can't get it from you. It's not like what's inside yeah. of you is contagious to me and I can get COVID from you. Yeah, right they now. said they said for, because I, I, I had a pretty mild, moderate case. Um, so they said 10 days. Um, they said uh, they didn't, well, they said if, they said if it was a severe case, it would be 20 days. Mm-hmm. And it was also, yeah, it was, it was that. And then there was also, um, like weird instructions on like the other people in the house, um, in terms of getting tested and like, I mean, my doctor told me one thing, um, my mom's doctor told her another, um, like, I, I, I called and I got told multiple things from the state when I got one person to another and the same with my doctor's office. So I'm only one person and I'm calling multiple times and I'm getting totally different answers from both sides. So I can only imagine how confusing it is when all of you guys are trying to call in and talk and the the information coming from them is not on point. Like they're disorganized. This is not put together very well. Yeah. Is what you can see from it. Yeah, I mean, the person I talked to said get everyone in the house tested, um, and they had different quarantine rules. Like, so it was ten days from the positive test result. Okay. But then, so say I, so I tested positive on a Wednesday. Say mm-hmm. my mom tested positive on a Saturday. It would be ten days from her Saturday. Okay. In on top of my quarantine. So it was like 20 days total. But then her doctor said, no, you guys are all in the same house. You all have COVID. Period. Like, so don't even bother getting tested, which oh, kind of makes me, really? which, which, you know, you hear a lot of stuff online where it's like, oh, is that because know, they don't want you to leave the house and possibly spread it any further? Because if you go out and get a test, you could take chance of spreading it. So they're like, everybody has COVID. You just all stay home. Honestly, I think it's testing supply because I'm okay. not I'm not able to get another test to make sure I'm negative. I'm not even able to get an antibody test because uh, the oh, the, really? the supply is so low. That was one of the first things I asked. I was like, when oh, this is all over, 
when this Whoa. is all over, can I get another test to make sure I'm negative or an antibody test? And they're like, no, demand's too high and supply is too low. So we've had nine months or ten, almost a year at this point. Yeah, yeah I think we're eleven months to deep. to prepare for this, and we still don't have adequate testing. So, oh, wow. um, I did not. So that, that was very frustrating, but um, you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah, because now you're just going off time. Yeah. And you're like, the doctor said, I'm cool, so I'm cool, I can't. And no, and if you were going to, like, work or something, or something was going on, there's I know there's certain protocols where, like, you, if you get it, you have to have two ne uh, negative tests in a row before you can go do anything. Yeah. And here you are, you can't get any tests. Oh. Interesting. So, that, that, that was a little frustrating. Um, but, yeah, so... Get the call, um, set up DoorDash, yep. uh, the lifesaver. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Absolutely, I am addicted. Um, Every delivery service. I got to say, though, I'm happy, I'm happy I waited until now to get DoorDash because I was a new customer, whole month of uh, free, free delivery, delivery yeah, so yeah. I'll take it. Um, so, yeah, um, set that all up. Uh, the first night was rough, uh, like really bad. Um, I had, I had, a, I had like the worst chills of my life um, okay. and not, not like small shaking chills, like full body, like seizure. It, it, almost? it almost felt like that. Yeah. Really? Cause that's, I've, I've heard, I've heard it. it. Like I've never seen it or experienced it. Yeah. It. I mean, it was like, I, I don't need, it's, it's. So like it started off moderate, and then I'm in a pretty cold room too. Um, okay. Heating's not the best uh, for my room in particular, so um, that didn't help. Um, so it started out moderate. I was just you know a little chilled, um, and then it got worse and worse and worse. And I mean I like couldn't stop shaking. I was taking uh, like it was. Is trying to take some melatonin okay. to kind of get myself to go to sleep a little faster and getting those pills, getting the, the melatonin pills. I mean, it was uncontrollable shaking. It was difficult to just take the pills. Oh, wow. So I get as many layers as I can on. I get every blanket I have in my bed and I just try to warm up. Um, and Eventually, um, as that continued, uh, my chest was tightening up. My, uh, I was having difficulty breathing at that point. Um, so I was worried, like at that point. I was like, if this, because that went on, the uncontrollable shaking continued for about like 10 or 15 minutes to, to control it. So... And with how my chest was... It's like was, an alcoholic without a drink. It was, Crazy shape. It was bad. So I was like, if this continues to happen... Like, that that was the only time I thought I might get hospitalized for this. Because I, I was lucky to not have another fit that bad again. I definitely still had the chills. Um, but nothing like that. Nothing like that first night. But I was like, if I have a bunch of these, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, and I was also, you know, concerned if my mom, um, or sister had that too. Um, 
you know, so it, that was definitely the scariest. Um, that was the hardest part was the, uh, in the beginning was the chills. And how many hours in is this? Like, well, I started experiencing symptoms. Because you got positive Wednesday. Saturday or Sunday, and then okay. Wednesday I tested positive. Right. Uh, the first, so the, the first chills couple and days, stuff. the chills and stuff. So if we're going from when I started symptoms, which was like Saturday, Sunday, we're on day uh, three. Okay. Yeah, we're on day night three technically. Um, so yeah, uh, I ended up. Being able to sleep, slept for like 14 hours that night. First night slept easy, 14 hours. Uh, second night, same. Uh, so after after the chills, um, after the intense chills calmed down, uh, the fatigue hit. Yeah. And I was just completely exhausted all day, um, all night. Did nothing but sleep for most of the week. Um congestion was still really bad at this point I couldn't smell a thing uh, so I have I mean I have um, one of the the CBD salves from infinite CBD and um, I mean it is like an extremely strong smelling menthol um, thing like when I if, if, when I apply it at night like my eyes would sometimes burn because oh just <laughs> not not like Wait. Not awfully, but like if if like I, um, you know, put it on my wrist and I have like my hand up by my head, it'll just like so soap like, in the no. eyes burn or uh, like hot sauce burn. More like a hot sauce. Burn. More like the like hot if, sauce. Like, like, like if you like if you like if if you take like a deep inhale of a hot sauce and like your eyes are like woo, like it's strong stuff. Um, and man, I stuck my nose right up to that thing and took a big inhale and I couldn't smell a thing. I could kind oh, wow. of I could kind of feel weird to to describe, but I could kind of feel the like coolness of the menthol. But I couldn't like actually smell anything. Um, I could still taste, um, which I'm really grateful. I didn't lose my sense of taste. My, my mom and sister both did. So they lost um, both. They lost both. Um, Damn, that's so weird. So yeah, I mean, I kept my taste, um, and yeah, so it was a lot of fatigue, yeah. uh, constant congestion. Um, I'd say around like the end of that week, so day six, seven, um, I started getting like pretty bad chest pains. Um, that started, um, and mainly like they would come and go. And so it wasn't a constant pain, but it would come and go. And same with the cough. The cough would be um, nothing. And then a couple hours later, super aggressive, super aggressive um, cough. But it wasn't, <clears throat> excuse me, it wasn't the the dry cough that is commonly associated with with COVID. It was, I mean, I was so congested. It was like that post nasal, um, you know, like down your throat and you, like you're coughing it up. Yeah. Um, yeah so yeah. it wasn't it it wasn't like a dry cough. Um, and I mean. Oh, the headache, the headache, um, the 
headache was really bad in the beginning and like moderate at the end. In the middle, when I, it's like when I had the chills, I didn't have a headache. But then after that settled, the headache came back. Okay. So it's it was honestly just the weirdest illness I've ever experienced. It's the sickest I've been since um, God in two thousand. I think fourteen or fifteen. I got mono and strep back to back. So like a double whammy on that, and that was that was bad. Um, but that was like. It wasn't. It was consistent. Oh, okay. I, I, I had. I had a roller coaster. You're all over. This the place. was just all over the place. Um, and there was there there was no consistency. Now, now I've heard it described as like flu with aggressive inflammation. Would I, you describe it? I've never you, had the flu. You've never had the I've flu, so you, you can't it. compare. I okay. can't compare it. That's um, fair. I've never had the flu. At least the, I don't think I've had the yeah. flu. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, normally, like, honestly, it felt, the congestion part of it felt like just a cold. Um, it definitely, it, it felt like a cold with allergies. So it feels like a cold you get right in the beginning of spring. Right. Um, because, like, when I would get a cold, it would only last for, like, a few days, and I'd be congested, but there would be a point during the cold where everything starts to, to come out. Like, it, it, your nose becomes runny, and your body, like, can expel that. You know, the mucus kind of loosens up a little bit. With this, it was congestion, but th there wasn't that after part. Like, oh. it was, like, I'd, I'd be incredibly congested, and I'd blow my nose, and... Nothing? Nothing. Oh, so you were just inflamed. Yeah. There was no build-up. Mm -hmm. Ooh. So... That's the worst. Yeah. That's like what happens after you use nasal spray too much. Exactly. The shit closes up yeah. and it's not clogged. It's yeah. just... It's inflamed like hell. Oh, my God. That's the worst. I hate that. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I mean... It... It was just a strange illness. I mean, it was just weird and... Um... I mean, like my mom got hit the hardest. Uh, and hands, how old is she? Hands down, fifty, early fifties. Early fifties. Yeah, okay, early fifties. Okay. So she's um, not quite but, in that bracket, but, but she's I mean, close. Yeah. So it. Because you're twenty five, right? It, uh, yeah, twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean... Um, so the age I, is important. Yeah. It is important. Oh, definitely. I mean, I can't... I mean, my dad didn't seem to have too bad of symptoms. Um, my dad also works outside all day. Yeah. He's in construction. Yeah. So he's just right. hustling Very all the time. Different. It's a different world yeah. from sitting at home playing on the computer yeah. where the immune system doesn't get built as much. He's out mm -hmm. in the dust, the dirt. So I feel like it was like me. I was in the middle of you and my wife. Mm -hmm. And I walk away scot-free with nothing, and it, there's only a couple reasons why. I either my body is just used to being around a bunch of garbage, and it just disposed yep. of it, or I do actually take care of myself. Who knows? <laughs> we'll find out someday, right? Yeah. But yeah, that is wild. It's, what else and, you got? And I mean, <laughs> it... <laughs> well, Jesus. well, I mean, 
the, the most interesting I, thing I found was I got none of the... With the exception of the loss of smell, I got no common COVID symptoms. Um, hmm. my, my entire family and I, none of us got a fever, which... Um, supposed to be the makes, most common. It may, yeah, and it makes me it makes me probably the only one I really know of being common. Yeah, and 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 I mean, you know, so my sister's, if I remember correctly, my sister's boyfriend did have a fever for a couple days, um, but yeah, it, I mean, it definitely makes me question the effectiveness of of uh, temp checking um, hmm. a little bit. Uh, but yeah, uh, so none of us got a fever. Um, I didn't have any shortness of breath. Um, with the exception of, uh, the aftermath of that, like, chill fit, um, and, uh, you know, I think, I think that was just because of how much I was shaking. Um, okay. It was really, uh, like, it, it took, I didn't have a lot of energy that day, regardless, and that took, um, uh, the rest of my energy. Um, I was looking on my whoop and saw my heart rate spike around that time. And, I will tell you something that I, that I truthfully will never question that whoop ever again. Because you came to my house, you showed me that <laughs> on the phone. And I'm like, dude, the weather changed. It's been crazy around here. It was 60 degrees yesterday. It's 32 out today. We're just in the middle of this allergies, I'm telling you. And you're like, no, man, look at, look at everybody else. They had the same thing. And then I, and I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Yeah. And then Wednesday you called me and I, I was like, I was blown away. It, I yeah. literally was the, the thing, never thought it would happen. The thing knows my body better than I do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it's honestly crazy. Um, so yeah, but I didn't, um, so I didn't have any shortness of breath. Um, and then what's the other super common, the dry cough. I had a cough, but it wasn't a dry cough. So the, mo the most common symptoms are, are fever, cough, and uh, what was that? Shortness of breath. Shortness of breath. Yeah, that, well, at least in the beginning, um, the, the loss of smell has become like the other super common one. Um, okay. And I mean, like th th those were just the ones that stuck with me. Fatigue is super common as well. And we all were completely exhausted. I still have you know, a little bit of fatigue, um, not nearly as bad as before, but, um, yeah, the, the, the fatigue was nasty. So I, I, I'd say that, that was, that was the worst part because I kind of lost, lost motivation mm -hmm. in a lot of stuff. Um, you know, I, I, I didn't, I just didn't have the energy to, you know, work on music or, um, you know, do anything productive. I wonder why. Um, yeah. So <laughs> you're I think convulsing. no, I know <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to be working on it. Just, it just like the, the, I mean, it's just, uh, it's just so frustrating because I like, I, I wanted to be doing stuff and I, and, and I couldn't, um, but at the end of the day, I'm just, you know, grateful. None of us were hospitalized. Grateful. None yeah. My grandparents tasted negative. You and, and Nicole tested negative, um, and I'm just happy I uh, kind of went with my gut, yeah. um, and, and just kind of went went and and got it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm kind of bummed out. The antibodies don't last as long as we thought. 
No, um, there's, but... <laughs> all, this is, there's so much bullshit on this, and there's yeah. so much shit on it. They're saying three, four months to say save. Then they're saying six, eight months, and then there's, they're saying, well, we don't even... It hasn't even been around a year, so we don't even know if anybody's made it a year with the antibodies in their system. So they're just going around testing these people, seeing how far out they're making it with the antibodies, and we haven't had a year under our belt yet, so we'll never know. We won't know until, you know, after a year. And then they'll test that person. If the person still has the antibodies, they'll probably be like, oh, okay, six months. Because they don't, yeah. they, they, won't ne they won't ever tell you the maximum it can go because then you're like, oh, okay, I can make it 12 months. They said so. Well, now if you don't make it 12 months, you can hold it against them. So, like delivery service, mm -hmm. you know, they give you that, they, they give you a, a range like of this that. is how long yeah. it could possibly be. But it's always going to be on the low side so that you can never hold it against them. Mm -hmm. It's just a game. Now, my question is, would you have gotten any of like uh, the shit that they gave Trump if you had been hospitalized? Is it because you stayed home? You couldn't get the doctors want to give you any. Is that only hospital bullshit? Is that what that is? I'm well, if I mean, wait, oh, I, I, I mean, you can only get. The stuff Trump's getting if you're Trump or his lawyer. Well, no, like the um, hydrochloroquine. Um, yeah. The what is that other stuff that everybody's getting injected now? Um, rem, 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 yeah, that's it. Remdesivir. Like so I, I was I, I I didn't know if like those were I didn't know if some of them come in pill form because there are some stuff out there that they've talked about and you can find it on Amazon and uh, those. Uh, Chloroquin, something like that. Mm -hmm. Don't don't hold me don't hold me accountable on my words. Um, but so I was just curious, like that's all hospital stuff. So if you go to the hospital, that's when they're gonna give you that because I mean maybe that's what um, I'm thinking. With with thinking, I just the, asked a really stupid question. With, with the lack of testing, <laughs> with the lack of testing that we have, um, I don't have much faith in the. Uh, uh, I, I have faith in the workers, obviously, but. Um, in terms of supply, I, I, okay. I, I don't have okay. much faith. I mean, I know uh, New Hampshire, the hospitalizations are rising. I know the, uh, I got a buddy who um, can't, who needs a, a knee surgery and um, he can't get it because Elliot stopped elective surgeries because they're overwhelmed with COVID. Oh, wow. Okay. So, um, so, so you're seeing <clears throat> short, shortage in, in tests in general, which yeah. should be available. Right. And then you're seeing people who can't get surgeries. So you're just seeing a depletion of our um, our medical system and mm -hmm. where the, even if you were to get hospitalized, it could be a possibility that those supplies may not even be there for you when you yeah. get there. Okay. So that's kind of scary. And, and and it also, I mean, one thing that I was also thinking about um, <clears throat> that's, that's is, you know, I mean, I'm wondering because, okay, so you, 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 you take my house, for example. Mm -hmm. You know, we had um, four people. Yeah. Um, and I was the only one that got tested and tested positive. Okay. And everyone else's doctors said, yeah, you guys all have it. Don't even bother getting tested. So hmm. I just find it funny. Not funny, but I find it... Um, I just find it strange that, you know, everyone's like, oh, they're over-reporting... They're over, yeah, yeah, they, but they, that they, seems like an underreporting. At least, and 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 it makes me wonder how many um, other houses have done right. that, or how many people like me just got a little congested, and 
was like, oh, I feel like this every year or this mm-hmm. or that, and, and they don't get tested, and now they're running around with a mild case of COVID. Right. And you could have listened to me and been running around like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, but this it is, wasn't only you. Right. No, that's fair. <laughs> but I, I, I was just like, um, but so this is the, this is what I experienced because when I, when, when Nicole drove herself to the ER, um, because one, we're not allowed to, you're not allowed to bring anybody else with you. You have to mm-hmm. go by yourself. And she was like, if I'm going to be stuck there, I'm at least going to have my car. And that's, it was good because she got to take a nap in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So she was like, I don't want to be stuck there and you can't come in anyway. So I'm just going to drive myself. I can drive. So she drives herself because she's having chest pains. So she gets there and her test comes back and it comes back negative. So they're just like, you just have a virus. And they give her some scans. You know, she gets home really late. And, um, but because her... Test came back negative, which I've been told the PCR test, which is the one that goes up the nose, fucking has false negatives. And she could have been under the amount of days for that test to have worked because they told me I couldn't get that test until I was five to six days out. So if she was three to four days, then she would have possibly had a negative test. But because they just, they were just like, oh, we don't know what it is and they're sending them home. And, but I'm hearing all these stories that like, they want the positive tests if you're in the hospital because they get $19,000 per person. So, but they, they saw that her test came neck negative. They saw all of her symptoms. They scanned her and they were like, no, this is fine. You can go home. But she had almost all the symptoms you had. And I'm like. And it doesn't make any sense to me. The, 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 the patterns don't fit. They say that they're over, over, uh, you know, over, uh, they're overcounting people. They're saying there's more people than there is getting it, but they didn't count your household. And you're telling me that they're getting money for positive uh, scans. And my wife was there. They had a chance to scan her a second time and they chose to send her home because they were like, you got something, but it's not this. Yeah. And she she could have gotten a false negative. You know what I mean? And it's just like, so are those stories true, or is it just not happening here? Um, you know what I mean? You, know I, what I mean? Yeah, you see I, where I'm going with that? I, I, I don't want to uh, I you know, speak for the, the medical industry. I, I, I have okay. no idea. I'm. Did I just do that? I'm not trying to no, do that. No, no, <laughs> no, I'm not. No. <laughs> Let me make that clear. I'm not speaking for <laughs> the medical industry either. Um. I, I, I just think the system is broken. Yes. I just okay. think, I mean, it, so many systems are broken, and I just think uh, the healthcare system is one of them. Um, I, I still think, for the most part, the entire country is still not, like, prepared for this thing and ready for this thing. Um, and then we have a new variant out, and, you know, we, yeah, still, we still have people that, you know, don't even believe it's real and that, you know, so... It's I I I don't know a solution, um, you know I but it's just one I'm big just, shit show right it, now. It absolutely is <laughs> in in every way, shape, and form. It it is a shit show right now. Yeah, for sure, so, dude. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast, bro. Yeah, I'm absolutely. so excited to hang out. And that's yeah. exactly what we're gonna go do. Awesome. So, dude, thank you very much. Absolutely, I appreciate bro. Appreciate it.
And that was the interview, everybody. I, I, I hope everybody out there enjoyed that as much as I enjoyed interviewing Tyler. It was really, really great uh, going over his entire experience um, and having somebody so close to me that had this experience. I just had to get it out there, ask some questions, and... I don't know, maybe diffuse a lot of that fear porn out there, right? I'm just tired of it. They're just scaring us left and right, and it's like they don't care what they're doing to us mentally. It was just really nice to get that out of him. It was nice that he could come and talk to me about it. Um, I was very excited. And uh, I am a little jealous of him. Maybe a little, Maybe more than a little jealous. I mean, let's be real. This guy does not have too many worries for the next three to four months, according to the doctors. I still believe it could be longer. Depends on the antibodies, but they told him three, four months. So, man, I'm, I'm, I, I feel like I would have almost the same, maybe a little bit less, if I was to get it. So definitely a little bit of jealousy built up inside of me when, you know, he can just, he doesn't have to wear his mask, but he's going to because it makes people feel comfortable. And that's a great mindset. If I had had COVID and I was basically immune to it, I would do the same thing. I would wear my mask in public, you know? Um, so it was just really fun to do this with him um, and, 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 and hear his experience firsthand. Um, so that was it. That, that's it. Episode 42 my very first interview, and I have all of you to thank for this. The only reason that this podcast keeps going the way it's going is because of you out there. And I, I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Um, it, 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 without all of you out there tuning in every week, um, you know, I'm, uh, I was just doing this for myself. And it has become something bigger. And that makes me super excited. It gets me coming back behind this thing every week. Um, and I just have all of you out there to thank. So on that note, remember to subscribe. Hit those like buttons if you enjoy the video. And as always, leave a comment. Um, comments help push this thing to the top and talk about it. That's right. Talk about talking with Topher with your friends, with your family. If you're enjoying it, I'm sure somebody out there or somebody you know is going to enjoy it as well. So let's spread this thing around and keep making this thing get bigger and bigger. Um, TalkingWithTopher at gmail.com. That's right. TalkingWithTopher at gmail.com. That's T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's where you send your stories. That's where you send your things I've started this year, anything that you want to talk about, send it to the official email of the podcast, T-A-L-K-I-N, with Topher at gmail.com. And um, 
Don't forget to follow me on social media. That's right. Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook. I'm there. Go there. Follow. Um, I always appreciate it. And if you don't feel like using the email, you're already following me. Hit me up in the DM. It takes me a little bit longer to go through those, but I'll find you. If you got something to talk about, we'll talk about it. And oh, shoot. Speaking of comments this was a great one it's probably way too far at the end of the podcast for this um yeah we'll call it a jelly bean fuck it yeah so i got a comment on episode 41 all right so here it is i'm gonna read it to you i'm not gonna say who it is but that's fine it it, it, i found this to be really funny um because i did not feel this way about uh, episode uh, 41, where I thought everybody, where I felt like I was in a movie, and I was asking if anybody else did too. So, first thing this guy does is obviously make fun of my spelling. Now, if you listen to this podcast, you know I can't, I can't speak very well. I'm working on it. Uh, camera shy, working on it. Uh, English, failed it. All right, I'll be honest. I flunked out of English. I barely skated by English just to pass high school. You know, I got I, I got a C in that class just so I could get out of it. I'm sorry. English is very confusing. There shouldn't be silent letters where we don't need them. You know, we shouldn't see a silent letter. Just don't put it there. I don't know. There's all kinds of stuff in the English language that makes no sense, um, which is why most people say it's one of the most difficult languages to learn because we have so many things going on. It's never very consistent kind of like our lives, I guess, right? Anyways, so he's making fun of my spelling because I spell there, T-H-E-I-R. And he puts it in quotes. Then he says, what? In a movie? Their dog in a movie? Their cat in a movie? Maybe you should go R-E-E-E-E-E-E at the sky. More... Yeah, I should go re-at-the-sky more and learn to spell. Then he calls me Cupcake. Or she. I don't know. I think it's a G, a him, but I could just be uh, doing that because he's being aggressive or because 96% of my uh, viewers out there are male, so I'm assuming. Um, so I said, fixed. Thank you. What I did was is I put they are because I'm an idiot. And I don't know any other way to do it. Well, he writes back again. They are equals there. Oh, all right. I remember that from English class. There, you're welcome. So he lets me know that they are equals T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E. And then his next sentence is T-H-E-R-E. So it's, they are equals there, there, you're welcome. Ha, 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 ha. It was very, he's right. I'm not arguing the fact that this person is right or wrong. I'm, I'm just like, okay. And then this is where the comment gets a little odd. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Even if you get your news from CNN, 
however. Now, this is what I replied. I did not think of it like that. Also, thanks again. Basically, thank you for helping me with my spell check. I appreciate it. And I, I'll have a more open mind about this, but I didn't think I was getting my news from... And there's something missing here. Why is there a comment missing? Oh, there it is. I'm so sorry, guys. So sorry. I screwed up. Um, even if you get your news from CNN. However, you seem to be the racist, lumping everyone into your false propaganda. Now, I had over 840 people view episode 41. I don't think I painted, I don't think I lumped anybody into a group. I don't think I talked about false propaganda. I wanted everybody to stop being in groups. I wanted everybody to stop picking sides. I want everybody to work together. I think the way we're doing things right now is ridiculous and retarded. And retarded is a strong word, I understand, but it means to hold us back. So I feel like everything going on today is holding our entire momentum of moving forward and back. It's holding it back. We're not going to get to a better place if we keep doing the same stupid shit and putting people into boxes and, yeah, spreading propaganda. But I didn't spread propaganda. I wasn't even watching CNN. I was watching WMUR, Channel 9. That's right. So I wasn't watching CNN. I wasn't watching MSNBC. I wasn't watching any of the Fox News or the other news or all the ones that pop up and constantly get bashed for, um, you know, f spreading lies, picking a side. I, I just, my wife just turned on local news. So I just watched Channel 9. And I feel like your local new news is kind of the safest news right now because your local news is not going to do the same things that everybody else is doing that's on a 24-hour news spread. Because they have to do things within an hour span. So they're just getting all the most important things, and that's it. So what I watched uh, was not propaganda. I mean, it was a live camera um, outside, from the start of everybody gathering to the protest starting all the way up until the riot all the way up until the protesters turned into rioters and started trying uh, getting into the capital uh what's that fucking word when they actually breached the capital so i don't know how i'm spreading propaganda from watching my local news 
But I'm definitely not lumping anybody into a group sum. I mean, do I believe that everybody at the Capitol was a Trump supporter? 100%. Yes, I do. The propaganda, I believe, is everybody turning around and saying they're Antifa or they're this and they're not Trump supporters. And that's that's a lie. And I feel like a lie is propaganda. Isn't isn't it? Isn't that the fucking lie? So I'm not lying. I'm just telling you what I watched. I watched it. It was there. It was real. They're still talking about it now. We're still dealing with it. And they're impeaching him again. And we'll see how this goes to the Senate. Um, So to this person, I'm not spreading propaganda. And I want everybody to work together. So I thank you for the comment. I thank you. I thank everybody. Thank everybody. Uh, But that's not happening here. I have no reason to spread anything except for positivity, my thoughts, and hopefully help people better themselves at the end of the day. But that's it. That's the podcast. And again, thank you, everybody. Hope you have a great rest of the week. Enjoy your weekend. And I'll talk to you later. We'll be right back. 